What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Friday, May 17th. Hope all you guys have had a really good week and finish off your week strong, man. Hope all you guys had just an all-around good week. Hope all you guys have a great and blessed weekend. Stay safe. Stay positive, man. Do something productive. Do what you got to do. Hit the gym if you got to. Do whatever you can do to keep your mind um, busy and Get off and just stay off your phone sometimes. Your phones can be really negative. It's a lot of negativity I'm noticing on social media and stuff. Sometimes it's just good to just throw your phone on the wall and leave it alone and just be with yourself and be one with yourself. But with that being said, man, but you know, because peace of mind is everything. But with that being said, um, the Raptors and the Bucks played game two of the Eastern Conference Finals in Milwaukee and. I think Milwaukee is the only word that I can use to describe this game because literally everything about this game was in favor of the Bucks. The Raptors had no chance of winning this game from the get-go. It was just completely ugly for them. But let me run down these stats before we get to that. So for the Raptors, um, Pascal Siakam had eight points, two assists, one rebound, one steal. Um... Kawhi Leonard had 31 points, two assists, eight rebounds, one block. Mark Gasol only had two points, one assist, five rebounds, one block. Kyle Lowry had 15 points, four assists, four rebounds. Um, Danny Green had eight points, four rebounds, one steal. Norman Powell had 14 points, two assists, four rebounds. Serge Ibaka added eight points, three assists, ten rebounds. And Fred Van Fl- Fred Van Fleet, excuse me, had five points, two assists. Um, for Milwaukee, Nikola Mirotic had 15.6 rebounds. Giannis had 30 points, 5 assists, 17 rebounds, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Chris Middleton added 12 points, 1 assist, 1 rebound. Brooke Lopez had 6 points, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, 1 block. Eric Bledsoe had 8 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Ersan Ilyasova, who was easily the MVP tonight for the Bucks, had 17 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 steals. George Hill added 13 points, 2 assists assists, five rebounds, and Malcolm Brogdon rounded out the stat sheet for the Bucks with 14 points, five assists, four rebounds, one steal. Now, honestly, I couldn't even, I, I won't even waste y'all time talking about this game for too long, but man, the Bucks came out and just completely slotted the Raptors. Usually, you know, teams come out hot start. Don't get it twisted. Um, they'll take a big lead. But NBA games are usually so long, the 48 minutes, 12, minute, 12 minutes and four-minute quarters, that other teams, you know, always make a run to get back into the game. The Raptors did that once, and I think the closest they were into this game was like 13 points in the third quarter. After that, the Bucks completely just demolished the, the Raptors. They had no chance. It's almost like I watched the entire Bucks team first Kawhi Leonard with a little help from Norman Powell. Everybody else on the Raptors played terrible, if you ask me. Um, Pascal Siakam hasn't played good since the 76ers series. I don't know if maybe that series took a lot of energy out of him, but that's still not an excuse because, you know, this is basketball. This is what y'all live for. This is what y'all practice for. This is what y'all start, you know, the summers, what y'all get ready for. This is what you work out for. And it just, the Raptors, man, they just look bad. The starters for the Raptors shot terribly other than Kawhi who I said had 31 points I think he shot 10 of 18 from the field everybody else I'll go down the line Siakam he shot four of nine which isn't bad but like I said he only had eight points not productive at all um Marcus only had two points he shot one of nine Kyle Lowry had 15 points he shot four of 13 
and Danny Green only had eight points. He shot two of six. The Raptors need way more production than that. If they want to do anything in this series. Otherwise, they will get swept, which I don't think will happen. I honestly think the Bucks will win in five or six games. You know, maybe possibly a gentleman's sweep, but I think it will go maybe six games. But it, it's not looking too good for Toronto right now. Honestly, I feel like my 76ers would have matched up way better with the Bucks just because of our scoring, you know, all around scoring. We have so many different players I can just go and get a bucket. But you know, like Kawhi just looked like he was by himself. Norman Norman Powell played pretty pretty decent form, but after that, it was it was a, co- a complete drop off from the rest of the team. They just it didn't even look like they wanted to be there. It looked like their mind was in Toronto and their bodies was just happened to be in Milwaukee. That's honestly how I could describe tonight's game. Like literally, like I'm just mad that I had to watch that because it's the Eastern Conference Finals. You expect every game to be close, every single game. I know the Bucks are good. Don't get it twisted. And they've definitely exceeded my expectations of them. I did not think they were this good. But I know Toronto is better than what they're showing, honestly. Like, really. But honestly, as you know, for me personally, I've always thought that Kyle Lowry was one of the more overrated players in the league. I, I hate to say it, but it's just a fact, man. Honestly, he, you know, every year he's killing in the regular season. He's doing what he does. He'll have some big-time moments in the playoffs. And then when it gets real, when it gets to that clutch moment, He's never there when you need him. He just vanishes. When you need him the most, Kyle Lowry is never, ever there. And that's just how it is. You cannot have Kyle Lowry as your second option, and he's missing all those types of shots like that. I can honestly find a role player that can give me more production than what Kyle Lowry was doing. But I'm not going to sit here and just blame it on Kyle Lowry. Like I said, Siakam was playing really good throughout the playoffs for the most part up until this series. They beat or you know, when they beat Orlando, Siakam was a big part of that. He was a big part of them beating my Sixers. Now it's like he just is completely invisible. It's like he just ran away from the moment and he's not looking back. But don't get it twisted. This could all change game three. At home, playing at home is a little bit different than playing, you know, on other team's court. You know, you have your fans behind you. You know, it's, it's not you versus the entire arena. So we'll see. But as of right now, I think it's ugly. I think Milwaukee will win one game, whether it's game three or game four in Toronto. And then they'll win another. The next time they come home, game six, I think they'll win that, honestly. like Or game five. I think they'll win that. Game five, they'll come back home after they play two in Toronto. I think the series is over. But um, give credit to Ersan Ilyasova. He played really well off the bench. He came in and just gave the Bucks and Mike Budenholzer so much life. He he he. Led, I did not know he led the NBA in charges taken or charges drawn this season, which is a really, you know, if any coach hears that stat, that's a big time stat. That's that's a stat that you're very happy about if you're his coach. He should Mike Budenholzer should be very happy for him. Um, he had a whole bunch of big time threes. He was just playing well on the defensive side of the ball all around. You know his rotations, um, everything. He was communicating. I barely even heard this dude talk, but you can tell in the court that he was yelling, telling his teammates where to be, what he was doing, whether they had to switch, whether it was a screen coming, whatever the case may be. He was loud and clear with it, and you can tell, and you can almost hear it on your TVs, but. He was a big-time reason to why they won. Obviously, Giannis was dominant as usual. Um, Brooke Lopez played pretty solid. Didn't have the scoring night that he did game one, but he was still effective on the rebounding battle. Um, he blocked He blocked a shot. He made some. He definitely made some plays on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I think Malcolm Brogdon probably had the next biggest impact after um, Ilyasova and Giannis. Um, he was just, he's just productive, man. He's an all-around 
product, I guess you can say. He does everything. He scores. He rebounds. He's a playmaker. He's always looking to pass first, though. And that's the type of teammate you would want to love to play with because they're always looking to make their teammates better. And that's the perfect example of Malcolm Brockton. And not only that, but he cherishes the defensive side of the ball. He really loves to play defense. But, you know, for the for the Bucks defensively, they really just play really all around good team defense like they put they put Chris Middleton on um, Kawhi Leonard for majority of the game even though he got in some foul trouble towards the end of the game um I think he picked up his fifth foul with like seven minutes left to go but the game was far over the game literally ended in the second quarter like that's that's how it was The, the end of the first quarter the score was 21 to 35 Bucks were leading and then the halftime score was 64 to 39 64 to 39. Think about that. They were up 15. They were up, excuse me, 15. They were up 25 points at halftime. If a team was up 25 points at halftime and I was at that game in Milwaukee, I would have, I would have walked out. Honestly, because it's the Eastern Conference Finals. You just want bet. You just expect, not even want, you should expect better basketball than what Toronto put out there. And it was just like, bro, are you serious? And I think the craziest out of it all was the Raptors didn't score for the first four, or excuse me, the last four minutes of the half. Like in the first half, the last four minutes of that first half, they didn't score not one field goal. And that was a difference. You know, Milwaukee's just really a threat defensively to Toronto. It's like literally they're just the they're the better team. They have the more pieces. They're much more effective. They do what they got to do. And they're going to move on and go to the NBA finals. Giannis is going to go on and, and lead them to the NBA finals. And I think how he's playing right now, even though the MVP award is usually a regular season award, I think just because Giannis is showing in the playoffs, they're going to give it to him. I was one that said James Harden deserved it because he really did or does deserve it still because it's a regular season award. But how Giannis is playing right now, you got to look into the playoffs. You got to look into the playoffs because he's literally the most dominant player on the planet right now. Shaq himself said he's the most dominant player since Shaq Diesel himself. So that's what all you have to that's all you have to know. So with that being said, man, um some team stats real quick and then I'll get y'all out of here. The Bucks shot 46% from the field, the Raptors shot 42%, both teams shot 31% from three. The Bucks out-rebounded the Raptors 53 to 40. That's a plus 13 advantage on the boards. The Bucks had 27 assists. You guys already know they moved the ball around with their shooters from Miritich, Bledsoe, George Hill, Giannis. Nobody selfish on this team. Pat Connaughton. Um, the Raptors had 14 assists. The Bucks had six steals. The Raptors only had three. The Raptors had 14 turnovers, which eh, it's not too bad, but you can definitely cut down on those. And the Bucks took care of the ball excellently. They only had seven turnovers at home. That's a really good job of protecting the ball and cherishing the ball and not giving up easy buckets. And then the Bucks had 28 fast break points compared to the Raptors 19, man. So with that being said, like I said, the Bucks won by a score of 125 to 103. Game three is Sunday night in Toronto. Um, I'm expecting a good and big, big um, uh 180 from the Toronto Raptors. I hope they come out with some fire like they're like they're down 0-2, like their life is dependent on it um, because, you know, this could be Kawhi's last series as a, as a, in a Toronto Raptors uniform, and this is definitely not the way you guys want to go out um, for you Raptor fans out there. So with that being said, 
Hope all you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your families. Cherish your loved ones and all that good stuff and count your blessings. I will talk to y'all soon. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Who's Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share, share, share. I will talk to you guys soon. One love and peace.